Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. Man, how many appreciated the dads this morning? And uh, I love those kind of experiences because that way we can hear from other men in our church. We can hear their experiences. And, uh, and we put the lights on the crowd to make sure you are still awake. We got... We got you going. I'm sorry, guys. We're going to fix that in just a moment. Um, I'm excited for Father's Day today, and I just want to take about another hour, if that's okay, and we're going to preach. But I'm going to take about 15 minutes, and uh, I want to just talk about the role of a father. Uh, I was, you know, today is Father's Day. I'm a, I have, I'm a father of a five-year-old, so I am going to tell a quick story about my son. We were driving in the car, and we heard the song on the radio, Good, Good Father. How many know that song? It's who you are. It's who you are. And uh, so that was playing on the radio. And then about an hour later, you know, we were driving back home. And I just, I'm just not going to drive my son anywhere because he just does things in the car and says things, right? And so I was driving him home, and he began to say, hey, Dad. And he smiled on his face, and I said, yeah. And he said, you're a bad, bad father. <laughs> it's who you are. And I was like, you little, you know. And he started laughing, and my wife's laughing. And he goes, hey, Mom. You're a bad, bad mother. I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the reason why I want to tell that story, because as funny as it is, there is such a truth for some of us, and we can relate to that new song. Many of us, we can have some father wounds in our heart, whether it's an earthly father wound, spiritual father wound, or an emotional father wound. But I want to talk briefly on this subject on Father's Day, but today's message will not be how terrible dads are. Today's message will be life-giving. Today's message will be a message that we can say, you know what, here is the solution to my father womb. As I begin to prepare this week and even last week for today's message, saying how do I address a message on Father's Day? That I'm a father of a five-year-old. There's some amazing dads in different walks of life with different ages, whether they're fathers or grandfathers. But how do I address men on Father's Day? How do I address the entire church as a whole? That many of us have some stories of bad fathering experiences, whether their experience of what is what our father did, whether it's a, 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 a earthly father or a spiritual father, or we have stories of what he didn't do. If we can exchange, we can go back and forth, but I want you to know up front that as your pastor, I want to reveal that the devil wants to destroy the father role. Mothers are amazing. Mothers are incredible. But God did design a dad. Now I want you to understand that if we have a father wound, it's not about the fight. It's not about the issue. But it's, about, it's not about the person. It's about the devil destroying relationships so he could take away blessings. It's about him dividing and not uniting in the house. That he'll do whatever he can to divide families from fathers and from fathers, from their children. So I want to share real quick, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14 through 17. 1 Corinthians. So if you have your Bibles today, jump them out. If you get your iPhone, get going. If you have your Android, save the time, man. Just relax. We also have Bibles on the side that you could take with you. But let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. It says this, I am writing, and this is Paul writing to the, uh, to the Corinthian church. I am writing this not to shame you, but to warn you as my dear children. You hear that verbiage. Not blood children, not DNA, but my dear children. I'm writing this to you. Even if you had 10,000 guardians 
in Christ, you do not have many fathers. Though you have 10,000 guardians in Christ, we don't have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, therefore, I urge you to imitate me. For this reason, I sent you Timothy, my son who I love, not his real son, but a spiritual son who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, a biblical life which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. So let me present my case today that even in the last verse of the Old Testament, Malachi, we always hear Malachi chapter 3 as the money scripture. But let's go to Malachi chapter 4. This is the very last verse in the Old Testament, and it says this, He will turn the hearts of parents to their children. Now, I believe this is here in this portion because it's the last verse of the Old Testament that begins to set up the New Testament. It's the bridge. It's the, it's the uh, you know, the, it's, the, it's building momentum to say, here we go, 300 years later, we're going to have the New Testament. It summarizes the problem why Jesus had to come. Jesus is everywhere in the Bible. But it says, he will turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to their parents, or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. And when I begin to study that out, I'm like, so if there's, if there's, if there's disunity, if there's a breakup, if, there, if there's you know, this hurt and pain, is God going to send his destruction? What that means is it's already cursed because we're missing God. It's already destructive because we're missing God. We all have stories that we begin to tell this morning, but I want to bring you hope this morning because dads are pretty awesome. Can you agree with me? Dads are amazing. And when I say dads, that could be your earthly dad. That could be a spiritual father in your life. God designed us to have a pretty powerful role in our family. The reason is we've seen our culture shift and we've seen what we always say, a fatherless generation. And I got some stats. Fatherless children are five times more likely to commit suicide, eight times more likely to go to prison, nine times more likely to drop out of high school, 10 times more likely to abuse chemical substances, 20 times more likely to have behavioral problems. Why do I put this up? When you read these issues and when you read these problems, I want you to hear me. For every problem, God has a solution. So I'm not putting this up to say, look how terrible dads are. When I put this up, I want you to know we have a father in heaven who has a solution for every statistic. He has a solution for every problem in this world. So number one, real quick, allow God to heal the father wound. Allow God to heal the father wound. I got to tell you, sitting down writing this message, and go on, man, this feels like just a, 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 a wound has been revealed. It can also be a spiritual father wound that most people carry around a wound of some kind. There's a book I can recommend to you by John Eldridge, and the book is Wild at Heart. And he begins to write on why boys break stuff, why boys are the way they are, why we wrestle, why we tear up the house, why boys are boys. And he begins to say this, the author states, that a father wound will begin to make you pretend to be something you are not. And he begins to place those that have a father wound in two categories, according to this author. 
either you're overly aggressive, because that's what you've been exposed to, or you're overly passive. If you're overly aggressive, maybe it's too much or, or, or too extreme. If you're overly passive, it means you're, if you're, your silence is not just your consent, but it's revealing what's missing. It's revealing, a, a, I'm not going to get involved. We're in a series called This is Living Now. And so i got to go to James chapter 5. It says this, verse 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. So that you may be healed. I myself said, you know what, Lord God, I need you to heal a father wound in my life. That this, according to James, is God's formula for healing. His formula for healing is if we confess to each other, then God will heal you. You're only as sick as your secrets. Men have a hard time opening up. I'm a dude myself. I'm a pastor of an amazing church. And do I have a hard time opening up? Of course I do. But I learned a long time ago, you're only as sick as your secrets. That is why small groups are so powerful. I really got to stress, men need more than a Bible study and a bowl of Doritos. We need connection. We need someone to do life with. We need someone to say, hey, I trust you enough, and it took a while to develop that trust, but I need to confess some things in my life. I'm really enjoying my small group, and I begin to talk with one individual in my group on Monday. And this one individual, later on, we're going to put it on video and we're going to see what we can do with it for God's glory. But I learned of a story that he had a terrible relationship with his dad, a major father wound. And when his dad got sick, he took his dad in, took care of his father until he passed. We get to do this full when God begins to heal the wound. Because when God heals that wound, we get to do some ministering for God's favor. So I'm going to challenge you this Father's Day. Something that's simple yet powerful. So here's my challenge today. And please understand, ladies, I don't want you to sit back and go, come on, man. But this goes for every single one of us here. And here's my challenge. My challenge is for you to find a father and be a father. Find a father and be a father. That if you grew up with an amazing dad, I encourage you, be an amazing father to someone else. If you're sitting in this room and say, I don't have children, that's okay. I still want you to be a father. If you're a young lady in this room and God's given you a gift, God's given you a love for who he is, I encourage you, be a mother to someone in need. I encourage you to join growth track and say, hey, I'm going to serve with other ladies that I can make an impact in their life. So find a father and be a father. In Psalm 68, verse 5 and 6, it says, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. I want you to read this verse here. And God sets the lonely in families. How many know here at Avenue Church, this is your first time, we want to say welcome to the family. We adopt quickly and we don't check ID, all right? But welcome to the family. That he'll place you in a group. He'll place you in an atmosphere you could serve on a team. He'll place you, even if you're not in a group, you're not on the A team, he'll place you in an aisle next to somebody that you could begin to do life 
with. Why? He sets the lonely in families and he leads the prisoners with singing. You know what that tells me? That tells me it's a life of freedom. It's a life of joy. It's a life proclaiming. Why are you singing? Because grumpy people don't sing, all right? And so why are they singing? Because Jesus has set me free. That was kind of weak, y'all. Let me try that one more time. Other dads are like, come at me, bro. I'm not going to come at you this morning. And I want to encourage you, though, to take a step this morning. Now, whether that step's going to be prayer up front on the sides, whether that step's going to be being a father and maybe joining growth track today, getting involved in people's lives, learning about groups, that we're going to be launching groups in August to say either I'm going to lead a group or be a part of a group. But my challenge is for you to either get prayed for, be a father, or get a father. Find a father. And i got to tell you this morning, none of my spiritual fathers came to me. I found them. I came to them. There's a spiritual father I had in my life. He was 72 years old. Someone that mentored us. He mentored us in a, in a great group. Mentored me one-on-one. He was someone that when I asked him, will you just mentor me? Will you be a spiritual father in my life? I want what you have. He began to give me homework, books to read. At first I was like, hey, man, I didn't think there'd be reading be involved, man. Come on. And he began to mentor me on a one-on-one basis. And when he was 72 years old, on the way to come hear me speak, he passed away. And I remember that day I was even preaching and a video was playing during my message for, for the end of my message. My wife came up to me and said, he died. I remember just hearing that news and trying to wrap up a sermon, trying to not explode into tears. And I remember leaving that church that day saying, I'm going to miss him. But now who's my father? Who's someone that's going to mentor me? I had to go find that relationship. And when he passed away, it was a hard thing because he brought healing in my life to a father wound. There's a speaker, and I might totally butcher her story, where her name was Joyce Meyer. And she had a dad. She began to tell a story about her father that her father was physically abusive to her. And every single time she was abused, she would count. And I believe the number was over 200 times. So she literally escaped her dad, went into the ministry, began to make an impact in this world. And when her father came to of age, to when he got sick, she had to take all that hurt and all that pain, and she said, I'm going to take him in. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to love my dad. Though I counted every single time. And she said through her generosity, through displaying the love of Jesus to her dad, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior before he passed away. All because Joyce said, Jesus, will you be a dad or find a spiritual father? Will you be a mom or find a spiritual mother in your life? See, for me, my deepest joy is connecting people in a relationship with God. When Jesus was here on this earth, he said, boys, let's get together and we're going to pray. And let's pray this prayer. Let me teach you to pray. Why? Because Jesus was being a spiritual dad to his disciples. And he said, this is how we pray. We pray, our Father who's in heaven, our Father 
who's in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. It's not Pastor Jeremy's God. It's not my parents' God. It's not, oh, holy God. It's our Father who's in heaven. That expresses it's a relationship. Not a weekend dad who has joint custody of you once a year. Not, not some uh, you know, guy in the sky, but it's somebody that you have a relationship with. That James chapter 1, verse 17 through 18, we talked about this two weeks ago. It says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights. I want you to catch this. Who does not change like shifting shadows. Who does not change, meaning he'll never turn, your, turn his back on us. He changes not. He's unconditional. He brings healing. He brings joy. He brings hope in our lives. And he chose to give birth through the word of truth. That word of truth is Jesus Christ. It's our Lord and Savior. I'm going to give birth to the word of truth, which is Jesus. And so go ahead, worship team. You guys are real hesitant there. Oh, no, I'm joking. Go ahead, worship team. I just want to close with this today. I love what Brian said when he was up here. What he said this morning was, we talked this week and we got the questions together. And I said, how how are you a spiritual leader in your home? And Matt, just to hear his transparency saying, I, I, I I I don't know. I don't know if I was ever that dad. And to me, I said, I need to hear that in my own life. There are dads out there today that my goal today is not to beat you down. My goal today is to challenge you that God wants to use you to be a father, whether it's your own children or to help mentor some people around you. That Paul said, imitate me, for I imitate Christ. It's not do as I say and don't do what I do, but it's imitate me. So here's my challenge today. It's number one. I challenge you to be a father. To be a father. Get involved. Begin to invest. Begin to open up your heart. I tell people all the time, when it comes to people, when it comes to ministry, if your heart's not getting broken, you're not giving it away enough. That's just how it is. When you lend your heart out, I will always say here, I'll open up and I'll give you all that I have, all that I know. I don't know everything, but what I know is Jesus. I will always take the risk over my comfort. Ladies, the same thing. Be a mom. Be a spiritual mom. Begin to grab some women by their arms and begin to walk through life with them. Be a dad, but also find a dad. I encourage you to heal the father wound. That God doesn't want you fatherless, but I, God believes that God wants you to change your situation by being a dad or finding a dad. Finding someone to do life with. That there is power in relationships. And last, but certainly not least, I always love to end with the most important thing. But that's accepting God as your heavenly father. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter who's done what, who's hurt, who's destroyed, who's divided. 
But if you have a relationship with the Heavenly Father, healing comes, joy comes in the morning, restoration happens, and a supernatural love for those that have done you wrong. That will you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? That if you accept God as your Father, and I believe that's the way God set that up, it's through His Son, Jesus. That Jesus' complete mission was to come and to pay the bill for sin. Pay the penalty for the price of sin. That maybe you used to have a relationship with God. I encourage you, accept Him again. If you've been hurt by a spiritual leader, I am so sorry. But will you forgive? Will you say, I have a father wound this morning? If your dad here today, I encourage you, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That Joshua, he messed up. He made a leadership impact. A man named Achan sinned. Joshua tore his clothes. He fell his face to the ground. He said, I did it wrong. I didn't do good enough. I didn't lead well enough. Jesus, will you speak to me? God, will you speak to me? And this is God's answer to him. God didn't say you screwed up. You could no longer be a leader. God didn't say you messed up and you will no longer be used by me. This is what God said. God said, get up, purify the camp, and let's move forward. That is the word of the Lord for you today. The word of the Lord for you today is let's get up. Let's be a dad. Let's be a spiritual mom. Let's get up and let's purify the camp. Let's say, you know what? We no longer do that because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and it begins right here. It starts right here. And let's move forward. Let's make an impact. Let's change lives. Let's get involved. Let's give our heart away. And let us be spiritual fathers. Let us be earthly fathers. Let us do the best we can because Jesus is going to use us and Jesus is going to take us the rest of the way. In Jesus' name. Will you stand with me, please? And I want to pray for every dad that's in this house. But what I want to do first and foremost you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ without Jesus living in our hearts all this will just go away the inspiration the instruction the revelation without Jesus in our hearts I'm asking you to join our church I would love for you to go to growth track but you don't have to but will you simply say will you be Lord of my life I'm tired of doing things my way. I need hope and I need healing. I need Jesus. If that is you today, will you just raise a hand? Raise a hand real quick. and You can put it right back down. Just raise a hand real quick. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Come on. Because that is why we do what we do every single week. And if you raise your hand, I want you to text Jesus to our phone number. I want you to fill out a connect card. I want you to get connected. But if you're a dad here today, I want you to raise a hand. If you're a father, if you're going to be a dad, you got all, you know one in the oven, one on the way. Let me pray over you this morning. Father, I thank you for these men today. And Father, I thank you that we have a tough job. But I thank you that, God, you strengthen us. And Father, I thank you for every dad that you give us wisdom when we ask for it. 
And Father, I thank you for every dad that there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That after today, we can get up. After today, we can purify. And after today, we can move forward. That, Father, in Jesus' name, we will be the spiritual leaders of our house. After today, we will be a spiritual leader over our wives. We will submit. We will respect. We will make an impact. That, Father, I pray today for those that do not have sons and daughters. That, God, I pray you begin to challenge them. You begin to encourage their lives. That I'm going to be a spiritual father in the lives of young men, in the lives of those that need a father. So, God, we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. And everybody shout it. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you'd like to know more details, you can visit our website at avenuechurch.cc or follow us on social media at Avenue LV Church. Thanks for coming. We'll see you next week.